Dane, what's up, man? How you been? Great, great. Uh, long, hot weekend so far, but it's, it's on the uptick now. We've got a couple of great people coming on today, so I'm excited. Today's a big one, man. I've, uh, there's, you know, there's times we talk about, we really do. Um, we love sports and we love music equally. I know there's that little bit of edge where you have a lot more expertise with some of the stats on the sports side. And I kind of have that edge with yeah. musicians I've watched and, and just been following for yeah. decades. Right. And sometimes yeah. there's these artists that come along, man, they just kind of shape, shape the music and shape the times a um, little background. There's a, there's a scene, I call it a music scene from like late nineties to probably about 2012 or so. There's a label called tooth and nail. And they had all these bands, which I feel like um, they wanted to spread a positive message, but also kind of needed their own lane. You know, they didn't want to maybe yeah. go in just one box <laughs> needed something people like demon hunter, MXPX, obviously like thousand foot crutch. And a lot of these bands were just, they had something to say, but kind of needed their own platform to do it, maybe kind of a different than your typical uh, platforms, if you will. So Tooth and Nail right. put out some great work. And one of my favorite bands ever, not even just from that label, but just all time, was a band called The Becoming. This band, um, it, they had, the, in my opinion, the perfect album. They had one album, but it was perfect. All tracks, no issues. I mean, greatly produced. Lyrics were top-notch. It was positive, but also very, very meaningful. Uh, kind of fit the times, kind of a My Chemical Romance type thing with a little bit of even like the hymn sound to it, uh, but also still very positive at the same time. So we were able to track down one of my buddies and my, really, my muses, people I like to follow for playing, uh, the mm -hmm. one and only Dustin <laughs> Lowry. So I want to bring on this guitar god himself. Dustin, how you doing, man? Doing all right, man. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah man. Pleasure. We, we've got some questions, Dustin, over the years. I think we'll, we'll get a kick out of. I obviously I've watched you play. Uh, the internet's great because it's all kinds of footage, right, and stuff. Yeah. Um, we, we, before the becoming, before what you've been doing with all the side projects, which are numerous. Take me back in the day, man. What did you first pick up a guitar and start playing in your life? Oh man, uh, I grew up uh, playing and singing music all through church growing up. Uh, my, my parents were on the worship team, so I bounced back between drums and bass and, you know, uh, guitar here and there because my dad played guitar, my mom played piano. So I've always been around it. And uh, I just kind of started picking up the guitar, like for real, when I was like 12 or 13. And I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Ne never stop, man. I, I yeah. remember my first guitar because, I, like I said, I started playing when I was 12. I had Ibanez Roadstar. It was red. My dad got it from a pawn shop. Do you remember your first real guitar? What, what kind was it? Yeah. yeah. First real one? My first real guitar was a uh, Kramer snakeskin flying V. And I wish I would have gotten <laughs> um, because it was literally like it was like snakeskin on a flying V. And it was the most sick guitar I, I think I'd ever uh, played. Uh, didn't sound awesome, but it was, it was <laughs> in your old have a snakeskin flying V. Um, I still actually have my, I still have my first real guitar where I was like really playing. And it's a, hmm. a guitar I washed about six cars every other day. During <laughs> my dad would get it for me. Um, it's right here, actually. Really? That's cool. <laughs> little sneak peek. There it is. Oh, yeah. The original. Oh, that's a beaut, man. Oh, I love it. Wow. It's still good condition, man, too. Oh man, it's still got dirt on it from when I <laughs> clean my guitar, clean the hardware off, uh, and you know when I change my strings, but it's got the natural, disgusting, <laughs> bloody patina all over. 
That's what I love for, man. I love it, man. That's awesome. Go ahead, man. Now, from so when you started from, I was going to say, from the time you started playing and and joining bands and uh, all the side projects you've done, is there a gig or two that kind of stick out in the forefront of your mind that you always go back to telling a story about that through the years? I I mean, I got to be. I got to be honest, there's been so many uh, shows that have blown my mind. Each one just kept like bettering itself. Um, I would say the first one, though, is when I was. I think when I was 16 or 17, it was very shortly after my mom had to uh, stop taking me to rehearsals because I. Uh, you know, I couldn't drive uh, all the guys yeah, yeah. that with were, were older than me. And I remember when I played with a band called Dirge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were a, a death metal band mm-hmm. uh, and we were three piece and their bass player had quit and they saw my punk rock band playing called fed up and they loved us. Um, but they didn't like the music. They just liked, you know, the, the, the vibe. Band. And uh, they were like, Hey man, do you play metal at all? And I was like, do you, man, I want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> small town you know there were 90 kids in my class you know mm-hmm. so i had to figure out how to how to play in these bands how to get out of that area and figure it out i would teach kids in my in my school how to play bass just so i would have a bass player you know like mm-hmm. i'd be like just follow it just follow what i'm playing just you don't have to hit it just hit it hit it enough <laughs> you know like yeah. yeah but uh i played for this band called dirge and they were all in their mid late 20s and i was you know 15 and 16 and i played with them all the way through nine until uh, i was like 19 or 20 um but we uh toured around a little bit you know regionally and uh this one show i don't know if you guys have ever heard of the bands called x toll and living sacrifice absolutely jason's my friend jason truby shout out good great guy oh, so uh, yeah absolutely uh, man Bruce, Bruce. It was uh, a really good friend of mine because of this interaction. I mean, I'm still friends with this dude uh, 26 years later, and we still, it's just wild. But uh, so Living Sacrifice was one of my favorite bands at the time. I was listening to a lot of, you know, uh, non, non-Christian non death metal at the time because I was raised in the church. You know, I had yeah. I was out of Sunday school and go to my cousin Brian's and listen to Morbid Angel and, mm. and uh Hannibal Corpse and just stuff you couldn't get yeah. in the world at the time, you know. And uh, so, and with this band Dirge, they just opened up a bunch of doors. It's a, a metal band, and we got the opportunity to open up for X Toll and Living Sacrifice. That's so cool! Wow, man, oh. that that's that that's a that in and of itself, <laughs> man. Because I think about you and Truby, and I mean it. Like Truby's great. We've actually been working on getting him on the show too. And that right. that 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 style man and I, I think you're onto something like the influence is there i look at people that i, I can't say enough about it and you can kind of hear a little bit of it you know those early days of it um it broad influences man and i say i think i may already know a couple of these i, I cannot say enough i know you wrote most of the content for volume one uh you talked about that the best line dane i'm telling you i showed it to dane the the the, the double meaning when it's adulterer that casts a stone. I've played that song billions uh, of times, yeah. man. And like, that is just your, your lyrical style. Where did you learn who influenced you to write, man? Cause it is, it is awesome. You know? Well, you know, I will say, I will say this, like lyrically writing songs lyrically. It's the hardest thing for me, man, because I just, 
Words don't really come out of me very well. I have a lot to say. I just don't know how to articulate it and put it out there. So yeah. I'll be finished with the song musically and it'll take me a year sometimes to finish it uh, yeah. lyrically because I just don't know how I want to approach. And I, I try to let the song, you know, take me uh, where it needs to be. But um, uh, man. Did Influences, you, ask- you know? Yeah, no, it's good, man. It's good. Who's been the biggest <clears throat> yeah. influence on you as a musician? You know, writer, guitarist. Yeah. I mean, there's all those marquee ones, but maybe it's a local person we don't know, or maybe it's a famous guitarist. Yeah. Who's been the biggest influence on you, you know? Uh, I've, honestly, I want to say that uh, I've realized this recently, especially like writing, oh, as you know, I'm older mm-hmm. now, writing, you know, different styles of music. I feel like Billy Corgan was probably one of the... the mm-hmm. The biggest like rock melodic influence because he always had those dissonant guitar tones with and yeah. uh, his voice is you know one thing but his melodies were always just spot on man like yeah. mm-hmm. sing every single one but they were dark and they were moody and melancholy and I I feel like um, him uh, is a big or Billy's a big one and then uh, my favorite band of all time is Striper um, so Michael Sweet and Oz Fox are definitely uh giant influences on me i love uh, that yeah uh other than that man i don't really know like <laughs> I, I've, I've never been a single guy uh kind of uh deal like i i, I liked the band influence there wasn't one person that did it for me unless it's prince, <laughs> prince god in my opinion <laughs> yeah yeah right oh, yeah but but as far as like asking me like which guitarist i mean i would say you know it was always the band because you can't one guitar can't make this this entity it, you know yeah. you, you you know Stevie Ray Vaughan that guy okay he can play guitar and, and blow people away but when you're a band and you're writing songs and you're in a it's the it's the magic and it's the the creativity that's happening between all the brains that make this thing yeah you know? I got you I got you man oh, oh god yeah definitely so I never practiced shredding I never wanted to be a shredder I never wanted to be this amazing guitarist I just wanted to be this dude that could sing any harmony over any melody and play tight guitars and and catch an ear you know mm. with an awesome band and that's what I always wanted to do well, you did that. <laughs> well, you've done that very well for a very long time, man. Like I said, I, I told Dane because I first started prepping him for it that was coming on. I'm uh, like, dude, of all the product you've done, I'm telling you though, no, I've never seen a complete album so complete. So I'm glad. I, I don't touch it. Like nobody, nobody touch it. Right? It's, it's like up there with four, and it's up, it's up there with Abbey Road, like in, in the in the style of, of the genre that you're in, right? So yeah, I could yeah. go on for that. Dane, Dane helped me out because you know all fanboy, Dane. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to go back. You said, uh, so that is my favorite lyric that I've ever written as well. Yeah. Uh, oh. the, I am the killer, the, uh, free to roam. Yep. The adult as a stone. Um, I was going through this really weird uh, struggle thing at the time where I was being really hard on myself. You know, um, growing up a Christian, there's a lot of different phases that you go through and, and, you know, uh, condemnation is one of them. And I felt yeah. a lot of condemnation at this time because I was growing up, I was turning into an adult. I was in my, you know, early twenties. Coming of age, yeah. So it was this, this crazy time. And actually I cry is the song that I wrote the fastest of any song in my entire life career. I literally was sitting on my bed, uh, mattress on the ground at our manager houses at our manager's house, uh, Mark, who I'm still friends mm-hmm. with today. Um, yeah. 
I kept going and I kept going and and in about 10 minutes I had most of the lyrics and everything all the whole song from start to finish hashed out and it's funny that you say that I was uh, clearing out a storage when I was back home in Kansas City with my nephews and my nephew Danon goes Uncle Dustin what is this it says the becoming uh and well I can't say what it said on the yeah. CD but, uh, <laughs> oh we got that and I found the original so I had this uh eight track uh this <laughs> little recorder that you know now we can record on our phones but back then you had this tape you had a tape that could convert to a CD player and it was all this one big box and you could like mix four tracks in there maybe eight if you split them um and I have the uh, original vocal uh guitar acoustic guitar uh, when I was sitting in my room, I recorded I Cry then, and it's it's almost oh, wow. how it turned out, which is crazy that you, you say that, because that it that was my favorite lyric, too. I don't know why. It doesn't have a whole lot of meaning to me now, but... Um, oh, man, it's, it's great. Because like, you just, it, it just, it was a such a pivotal part of, of life. Oh, yeah. you know? it, it's so, it's it's like we, we yeah. always say, man, what our biggest, our biggest, uh, vibe for this show is like you're taking you know people in real life people are going through struggles it could be addictions it yeah. could be financial yeah. it could be relationships and you're you're finding a way like hey i'm not judging it i'm going through the same something yeah. myself as well and that's what that yeah. really sums yeah. up is hey i'm gonna cast a stone i'm in the same boat as you in a different world and yeah. it's so powerful man. Yeah. like we're yeah. all in this together Definitely. you know so i love that we're gonna have to hear that johnny cash demo of that man you have to throw it out sometime we can <laughs> hear that go. original man the the, the, the uh the lost demos you know I was listening to it, you know, and I, I, I think I can sing all right still, but back then, man, I was singing every day and I was going, I can't believe this is me. And my nephews were like, we can't what's going on here? You know? Like, so. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Dave, you want to go for <laughs> Yes. So now that, you know, now that you've taken us down that path and, and knowing what you can write, and I've listened to some of the stuff that Josh has uh, brought to me. Now, what is going forward for you? What is the next maybe six to 12 months look like for you? Is there more writing going on, some more Man. Uh, shows coming up, things like that, that we can look forward to? Uh, so my this project uh, I'm in now that I started a while back, and my buddy Ryan Wood is the drummer. It's just me and him. And uh, we have, I want to say we have probably 30 songs worked through and I've probably got, and I'm not even exaggerating, dude. If I could show you my, my uh, voice notes on my phone, there are thousands, thousands of half finished songs, fully finished songs, fully ideas, part ideas. Um, so I'm constantly working, but we always joke around because he lives in Seattle and I'm here in Nashville and we see each other once a year, but we do all of our jamming and stuff over, you know, the phone oh, yeah. and back because we can do that now. But um, he uh, he's all the way out there and I'm all the way out here. So we literally just kind of record We're we're trying to be the the, the best band that no one's ever heard of. Okay. Uh, and uh because and that never plays shows you know we'll play a show if there's a, a demand for it but right now you know he had a kid and, and i just got married about a year ago or oh, actually wow. right over a year ago so life's totally different but i mean the love for the music doesn't stop and i'll yeah. i'll operate as much as possible the biggest problem we're running into right now is not content or songs or or recording um it's just getting the songs out it's pretty right. expensive 
now to do everything um, as organic as possible. You know, we don't want to, yeah. we don't want to use, you know, trigger drums and we don't want to use drum samples, even though you have to a little bit, yeah. but, uh, you know, I want to plug into an amp and record into a yeah. mic, plug into a computer. And, you know, that's just cause it's not, ha- it's not because it sounds any better. I mean, it sounds better to me, but it might not sound better to everybody else. It's the organic feeling. It's getting there, sitting in a room, fiddling with knobs, you know, oh, you got a bad cable. You got to figure out how to fit, you know, it's, it's experience. The, yeah. The process of sitting there and playing the guitar and, and having feedback and incorporating that into what you're doing mm-hmm. instead of going, Ooh, I can make this clean. And you're like, and you just go through it. <laughs> <laughs> magical but it's not magical to me because when i have to go and do that dude it steals all my creativity because i have to learn how to get what i can create on guitar into a computer you know what i'm saying like just, I got uh, you, yeah. it's all it's all confusing and uh i remember the story dustin they were talking about i don't mean to cut you off but there's a story about like what you're doing like the live almost like the live vibe right where you're recording live they're talking about one of the guys i think it was uh caleb from king's leon so they would do albums yeah. intentionally live and let like they'd be playing pool in the background the guys like the manager and they yeah. keep the little sounds in there like something about live feel yeah. you know like yeah. raw emotion like just one take type stuff so i think it's cool that you're you're talking about yeah. bringing that back man that's cool yeah. you're gonna have to let us know when it comes out so we can drop some hints for it on the show you know Sure. Definitely. You know, we're definitely uh, we're definitely trying to keep it real. There's no lack of content. We're get we're working on songs right now that we're about to uh, start start getting into the process of releasing. We're working on a video I recorded. I got all the footage and did it all about a year and two months ago. Uh, You know, it's just I wish I had more time. You know, I. I'm constantly making more time to do that, but it is something you have to choose. Do you got to sit down and learn this and learn this? If, if yeah. you're only dudes trying to do this, this thing, uh, uh, my, my drummer is, is incredible. I couldn't, I couldn't ask, uh, for a better one. I played with him in project 86 back in the day. I saw that too, man. Andrew, I'm friends with Andrew too, man. It's cool. Like it's good guys, you know? So, um, and I play battlefield all the time, you know, he's my game. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, uh, by the way, Yogi says hi, man, because we've had Yogi on before too, and he just talks wow. about how great it was you guys playing together. So, like I said, man, it's a it's a tight knit. Uh, usually, good people like yourself usually yeah. flock together, and we see that, so it's cool, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a minute, Dustin. You're gonna laugh about this. We're gonna tra- transition to a segment every episode. Uh, but if you've had a chance to listen to some of the others, we try to take a little bit of a different direction, and uh, we bet on this. It's called rapid fire. the only part okay. i don't give you any prep for okay so um and right. what we're gonna do it it's rapid fire man so you gotta spit something out you can't you can't not pick one okay so okay so i'm answering questions yep these are rapid okay. fire questions that we bet on the audience loves this our audience is great man they give us um they're, they're <laughs> pg but they give us weird stuff from the internet they troll the internet to find things to ask you you gotta pick one okay so okay well i don't i don't troll anything i don't, I don't <laughs> my, my uh, social media is, is slim to none but yeah let's do this so they're all good i think this would be okay but dane you got your picks you ready we, we yeah, bet on yeah, these. Ready. so okay so first question so out of the blue um you know you're, you got some time studio work you're asked on the spot two people call your phone and you have to fill in as the as the as the lead guitarist for one of these two bands and you have an hour to decide they're both playing that night are you okay. going with a bon jovi or b poison go uh poison 
because dang it now now i would want i would want to play with bon jovi but they're way too good i know i can bon <laughs> i i got you i got I'm you just our shoes get out of here that's I easy got you. <laughs> dang did you have that one i have bon jovi yeah man. yeah i had poison Okay, got so we're, you're, you got me on oh, one thing. Yeah. Next one. So you're you're asked to a lot of times. You'll see those back in, especially in the early two thousands. There's a lot of like <clears throat> punk goes pop. A lot of those albums people would make right where they cover songs. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that. So you're approached by a new record company. They want you to do a uh, cover of one of these two legendary pop songs, and you got to make it kind of metal punkish, if you will. Uh, you get to choose between one or two. A, I could fall in love by Selena, or B. Hero by Donna Summers. You got to make it a metal song. Which hero. one are you going with? Hero. Okay. I can hero. see you doing it. I need a hero. Oh, man. I had that yeah. one. I had that one. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I had that one. I would slow it down and just make it way heavier. I got I you. There you go. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Oh, yeah. Maybe a demo, man, for the album, man. Let's let's make that happen, okay? No. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Maybe, Next yeah, one. Maybe like, a, maybe like a three or four minute guitar solo in that. Yeah, maybe. there you go. Maybe. <laughs> Next one. Okay, so your your approach. A lot of creative questions. I know with you doing a lot of studio work these days. So you're. I just got done watching this last night, so it's funny. You're you're approached to do a musical score, a little bit different direction, um, instrumental. Okay, no lyrics. You have to make a musical score for one of these two movies. The upcoming, because you saw it. There's going to be a GI Joe Transformers movie. So you either get yeah. to make the soundtrack for that, or the upcoming sequel to the Power Rangers movie. Which one are you going with? Ooh, I'm gonna have to go with GI Joes and uh, um, Transformers because I feel like I would be able to get a little bit more emotional with that because I played with GI Joes and Transformers growing oh, up. Uh, I didn't have oh, that yeah. one, man. Oh, I don't know. Dan, did you have that one? Oh, yeah, I had that one. GI Joe, Transformers together. That's iconic. Man, Bro, I'm part one. of something iconic. Some of the 12 inch GI Joes in the boxes. Oh, yeah. oh man, I didn't have that one, man. Do you guys, Danger? I think I might owe you lunch if I don't if I don't bounce back. And I should know these, man. Okay. So ne next one, Dustin, I got two more rapid for you. So a lot of a lot of rock rock and really celebrities will sometimes do you know movie cameos and things like that. Okay. So um, one thing good about kind of goth metal in those formats, it's it's good for creativity and you know things even like cosplay and um, fantasy. So you're uh, called upon to be a a iconic villain in one of these two horror franchises they're gonna have you don the mask they're just gonna say hey you get to pick one of these two villains are you going with a jason Voorhees or b michael myers oh dude that mm, was mm. um uh, i'm gonna go pick uh, michael myers just because <sighs> because of his his mask was a little bit more terrifying than a hockey mask. <laughs> got you, got you. Dan, I had that one. Did you have that one in? No, no, I had, I had Jason. Jason's tough to tough yeah. to kill, man. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't, really he didn't go down easy. They're both really tough to kill, for sure. Love it, uh, love it. But I got uh, that one. That one, for sure. Last one. So, Dan, you're heading me by one. So, last one, I'm hoping I can bounce back here. And I, I, know, I know what you're going to pick. I know this one. Okay. So, um, taking a step, you're, you're putting the guitar down. Your phone rings again. So, all right, cool. He got done doing the poison thing. I call he rocked it. So the next day, they watched your show on on uh, MTV, whatever. So you're uh, you're called up to be the guest. We're gonna go back in time a little bit. So we're gonna go back to 2010, if you will. You're asked to fill in for a concert to be the lead singer uh, for a night of A, Deftones, or B, Godsmack. Which one are you going with? 
Hands down, Deftones. They're my top five. I knew it. <laughs> got it. And got it. Good. Uh, what you have? Godsmack can. I, I I was never a fan of them. Uh, I got you. Mo- okay. Just because I wasn't into them at all. Like, That's your style. They were good for me. Uh, but man, Deftones. I would. <laughs> got you. I would uh, do a lot. I would I would change a lot of things to even the merch guy for the Deftones. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Dane, did you have that one? Yeah, I had a Deftones. It's hard to get, hard to go away. Well, from Dane, those guys, man. I, I owe you lunch, Dane. You got me on that one, Dane. So yeah. there you go, oh, man. man. So I'm, I'm, man. I'm getting close. I'm closing the gap on you. I'm pulling more and more even with each pass. Yeah, more W's. We we, we've uh, been going. Behind. This is episode one thirty, and let's just say he owes me hot lunches. That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. so usually I get it. Ooh, yeah. All right, Dave, last part, man. I'll give that back to you. <laughs> yeah, Dustin, on this one, we call this our open mic segment. We kind of open the floor up to our guests to maybe tell our viewers, some skew a little bit younger, that that aspire to be where you're at. Is yeah. there maybe like a, a philosophy or a mantra you've carried with you through the course of your career that kind of helped you through some tough times or inspired you to write the things you do and be the best you can be that you can maybe now pass that on to that next uh, generation coming up that aspire yeah. to do great things. Um, man, I would say just give yourself plenty of time to have alone time and figure out who you are and what you want to do. You, know, you don't have to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life, but do everything that you can. And when you find those things that you're, that you, that you're pretty good at, just stick to it. Give it a chance. You got to give things chances before you can, you got to give, uh, you know, things a shot before you just toss it out. You know, a lot of people be like, Oh no, I'm no good at this. Well, no one was ever amazing at everything unless you were some savant or something, you know, and that's just kind of rare. So I would just say, keep trying. And when things don't work out the way you want to try another option, (laughs) you know, that's the thing about life is you can pick up and change anything you want to. You can figure. I love that. It's tough. Wow. It's no one survives it. It's tough, but when you find something that gives you joy and brings you happiness, man, just stick to it. And then if that stops, find something else. There's too many things in the world you could be doing, man. It's just uh, man. Too many. Well, Dustin, I, I say this, man, um, and I, I had to, like I told Dane, I had to kind of pinch myself, and because again, I've been, I've been so inspired for a long time. But what you do, um, and like you said, you've done, you've been successful with so many amazing artists, and I think it's, it's interesting to see. I watch the people that you've been a part of, like you said, whether it's you know, um, becoming or you know, with Yogi or Andrew, you always surround yourself with people that are and that that mindset of you, you want to do something good in the world. You want to help someone. You don't want to judge people. You want to make people feel like they're welcome and they have a chance uh, in whatever format that may be, man. Like I said, it's so inspiring. Dana and I always say this generation of athletes and musicians is in great hands. Yeah. People like yourself lead the way. I can only, I can already tell you, I can't wait to hear your, your new stuff because I know it's going to be great. If yeah. it's anything like what you've done, it's going to be inspiring. It's going to give us yeah. something that's going to be real. So I cannot yeah. wait. Please, when you get closer to having some demos out, let us know so we can showcase yeah. it and bring you and your friend back on we'd love to have you on for a, a yeah, recurring definitely. episode if you will okay so, so you, guys, you guys heard the the three songs you've already released stuff for cult i did yeah it's cool man i love i love the format of it. it's good um i think it's it's gonna be a, another smash album man i do yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah those, those aren't even making the album those were just releases that we put out we've got a whole other set oh, wow. just, th- those are songs that that uh 
I pretty much wrote anywhere between eight and five years ago when I wasn't doing anything in a band or nothing. And then Ryan came in and just brought them to life. And we started, you know, it wasn't going to be anything except for getting those songs out. And now we're, we've got 30 plus other songs we're trying to release. So uh, yeah, there definitely will be more. <laughs> man, oh, wow. it's going to be great, man. I, I can't wait. So Dustin, <laughs> yeah. I, in closing, man, I'll say this. Thank you for, like I said, the timing. We wanted to make sure it was right. We yeah. want to get that chance to showcase you. Like I told you before, it's 23 different countries that we air on. So we wanted to give you yeah. some, you know, the, the platform that you deserve, man. So yeah. let it let it be known this is the first of many. We will invite yeah. you back and please say yes <laughs> in the future. So I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Keeping things alive. That's it's awesome. Appreciate it. I love it, man. Well, yeah, Dustin, I'll be in touch. Yeah, man, I'll be in touch. I'll get this out as soon as possible. You're welcome to get back today. We'll be in touch very soon and, and much yeah. love. And we look forward to showcasing the new, the new content very soon. Okay. Yeah. So take care. We'll see you soon. Right. Yes, sir. Take care, brother. Okay. Hey, thank off. you. Yes, sir. So, Dan, I'm telling you, man, I, I meant what I said. We'll get him back to this day. Just a great guy. What do you think of him? You know? Yeah, I love it. I mean, whenever you hear people like that, artists like that, that, like he said, he's got so much content ready to go and it just keeps pouring out of him. And you can hear and feel the excitement when he's talking about the thing that he loves, the music. So, I, I love listening to people like that. And it's contagious, that kind of uh, emotion. You know, you, you almost want to write something yourself, even though. You know, if you don't have a music background, you might want to do a poetry or you might want to go yeah. work on something, work on a, your craft when you hear somebody that positive and that enthusiastic. So it's great to hear things like that. And that's why, like I say, I, I love doing this and talking to people like that. It's great. I love it. He said, figure out who you are. And that's a powerful thing, man. Yeah. I think a lot of athletes say that too, you know, and I'm telling you guys, go listen to it. I'll tag it. Um, he, he's, he's a great guitarist, yeah. but a relatable genius writer, man. It, it's crazy yeah. that, uh. I'm telling you, I cry. It's a, it's a song that everybody can relate to. And like, what I told you about, there's a line in the song where he's talking about, you know, his main, their main premise they've always said is, again, everyone deserves a shot. You should feel welcome. It's okay if you make mistakes, pick up and try again. That's been his theme for his entire musical career. It's just, hey, it's okay. Try again. Yeah. Get back up off the ground. Whatever yeah. it may be. You failed at that shot. You took, try again, hit another ball, right? Yeah. Maybe you didn't make that guitar solo. Do it again. It's constantly yeah. talking about getting back up dusting yourself off and continuing if you're still breathing there's still a chance if you will you know so yeah, yeah, um just definitely. i love that guy man that was i'm telling you dan that was a 15 year uh anxiously waiting for that to happen <laughs> type of a thing man so dustin thank yeah. you man we love you we'll make this the first of many uh i'll drop the link to the band please guys check them out one of the best yeah. in my opinion one of the best bands that's come around the past 20 years just just great so um dan we got a few more today so we got yeah. coming up next we got some uh football talk we've yep. got jordan a wide receiver from texas tech stopping by can't wait to get into it with this gentleman uh, a little yep. later today and tracking down one of our most positive favorite positive rappers i've got petity stopping by love this guy yep. positive thing just keeping that going has a lot of good motivation to give and just a lot of good content him and his his uh his bandmate verbs are stopping by both great guys and then the the nightcap's going to be dan johnson if you don't know who that is i'm sure you do played for a couple bands you may have heard of called red love and death and now that he's got a new project he's going to talk about just a stellar musician so can't wait to have him on so lots of content today you guys yeah. uh, I'm, I'm just excited to keep the ball rolling so thanks for being with us as we always say don't forget that we love you and dane thank you for listening okay cool I